the Public News Service Daily Newscast, November the 5th, 2021. I'm Mike Clifford. Ten years ago today, tens of thousands of Americans decided to join credit unions. It is now known as Bank Transfer Day. More from our Eric Kiganoff. On the first bank transfer day in 2011, it's estimated 40,000 people signed up for credit unions. The transfer happened during the Great Recession, when distrust of big financial institutions that had been bailed out by the federal government was high. Kim Fauché is with Trailhead Credit Union, which at the time had one location and wasn't open on Saturdays. We opened especially on that day and actually had some conversations with people in the Occupy Portland movement, and so they decided to march to our credit union through downtown and there was probably about 100 people that marched here with signs and chanting and gathered in our parking lot. Fauché says other Portland area credit unions had big days as well. She says the movement toward credit unions has continued since then. Her credit union has increased from about 6,000 members to 10,000 over the past decade. CNBC now reporting several business groups expressed concern about President Biden's COVID vaccine mandate Thursday, arguing The requirements will burden business during the busy holiday season as they rush to meet a deadline that comes shortly after New Year's Day. CNBC notes the mandate which applies to businesses with 100 or more workers requires U.S. companies to ensure their employees have gotten vaccinated or face regular testing by January the 4th. And a recent report from the Sentencing Project finds North Carolina to be one of the 12 states in which more than half the prison population is black. Criminal justice reform advocates say barriers to re-entry often mean people of color end up back behind bars. Managing attorney at Legal Aid Talonda Turner explains that for the one in four North Carolinians with criminal records who have served their time, many are unable to financially support themselves and their families. And we do see how the majority of our clients Um, If we had to break it down along racial lines, the majority of our clients are African-American people who are um, who have had past interactions with the judicial system and are now prevented from obtaining a job or from obtaining housing. Turner adds that legislation such as the Second Chance Act signed into law by Governor Roy Cooper last year will help more individuals get on their feet after incarceration. Beginning December 1st, the law will allow certain misdemeanor and felony charges dismissed in court to be automatically expunged so that individuals will not have to file expungement petitions to remove dismissed charges from their record. Nadia Ramlagan reporting. This is PNS. The deadline for public comments on new proposed rule changes to DACA is November the 29th. Advocates say it's important for students, employers, and communities affected by the policy to submit their input. Jasmine Ramirez is with the Tennessee Immigrant and Refugee Rights Coalition. People can apply for a work permit if they want to, but they don't have to do it. Those comments must be submitted online through the federal portal. The move follows a decision earlier this year by a federal court in Texas that ruled that DACA was unlawful. Hawaii officials among those heading to the annual International Climate Summit this year, and they're urging the U.S. to make good on its commitments. Lily Boki has more for Soundbite Source. 
Groups want Congress to pass federal climate legislation and for President Joe Biden to declare a national climate emergency. Hawaii State Representative Nicole Lowen of North Kona is headed to Glasgow to join the talks, and she says it's important that the U.S. rebuild trust with other nations, especially after the former Trump administration's dismissal of global climate change mitigation efforts. Lowen says some states are making progress, but it's a whole country effort. As the largest per capita emitter of climate emissions, the U.S. taking action is essential. While in Hawaii, we're happy to be doing our part. Clearly, we're a small state and we really need the rest of the country to come along. The Biden administration's Build Back Better framework includes more than $500 billion in investments to curb climate change. Groups say these investments are urgent, but more will still be needed to address the existential threat. Lowen adds Hawaii has been a leader in the nation in adopting strong renewable energy standards and setting bold goals for transitioning away from fossil fuels. She says the state, as an island, is on the front lines of the climate crisis, facing sea level rise, increased flooding, erosion of beaches, and increased storm events. New York autumn in full swing. One nature expert says there's ways folks should and shouldn't handle fallen leaves in order to protect wildlife habitat and help plants grow better. David Mizajewski with the National Wildlife Federation says a layer of leaves several inches thick can serve as a natural fertilizer for plants help suppress weeds, and be a natural habitat for animals. He says people tidying their properties should also keep some leaves on the ground to provide a natural home for insects, spiders, chipmunks, and shrews. It's really important to think about how we maintain our own piece of the earth. That's our yards or our other garden spaces. And the more we can kind of manage those in a natural way, the better off our local environment is going to be. I'm Michaela Savitt reporting. This is Mike Clifford. Thank you for wrapping up your week with Public News Service. Heard on radio stations, big and small. And find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.